Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Natalina. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is such an honor to be here with you. This podcast is here for you to stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. Our focus here is the whole entire person. You know, research shows that the happiest people in the world, the most fulfilled countries in the world, are the ones that make the time to nurture and build the relationships, money, self-worth, career, love life, and health. When we feel great within us as the whole person, then we can create the positive change around us. Today, it is my pleasure to have Jennifer Dawn on the show with us. A serial entrepreneur who has built a $2 million business, is working on her third, and is a published author and accomplished speaker. She's the owner of Jennifer Dawn Coaching and founder of The Best Planner Ever. And today, we're really going to talk about how we can excel at planning, strategy, and really executing our business goals. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's really such an honor to have you on our show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We always like to start off the episode by letting our audience get to know our guest. So I'd love to hear a little bit about yourself and all the incredible work that you're doing. Oh, absolutely. So I started my, I think I was born an entrepreneur because I started my first business when I was eight and I, I had an apple stand outside my grandfather's chiropractic office. And I was, uh, I would look like pick apples off the tree and sell them to the patients who were walking into the office. And it was just like my best business ever. My inventory was free and I got to keep all my profits. And I just, I don't know. I just love the power of being able to like take something and make money with it. Um, so then I went on to start my first official company when I was 23, it was a software company. And I grew that from really from nothing. My sales the first year were $300 and I grew that to seven figures. Um, let's see. Then I went on to corporate and I was hired as the software division president for a big $54 million manufacturing firm. They had five divisions and um, they hired me as the president of their software division. And I did that for a couple of years, but you know, I really, I just, I, I, being in corporate, I didn't get to see my children. Um, it just, the ethics of the the ownership were a little bit, you know, out of alignment with my own things. I had, I found some, some issues in their software and they didn't want to fix it. And I came from the world where if I had a problem in my software, I fixed it and, and losing some of that control, it just didn't really sit very well with me. And so I went back out on my own. And then I was actually asked to lead a national network of women entrepreneurs. And they asked me to come in and lead their accountability and masterminding circles. And I did that while I was there, I actually tripled their revenues. And that's when I really found just a love of coaching. And it was from there that I I went out on my own and started my coaching practice. Um, From my coaching practice, I, I launched my product-based company, which is called Best Planner Ever. I created a daily planner for women because we're all so busy mm. and I wanted to create create a tool that um, I use myself and that would help other women. And I know this is in alignment with what you guys talk about as well, of just really the whole picture of your life. It's not just business. It's not just, you know, how much we weigh. Um, you know, we're, we're so much more 
than that. We're just a full package. And so I created a, a daily planning tool that would really help me keep all my pieces of my life, my whole self really kind of on track so I could grow my business, have a family, be healthy, um, you know, and, and be happy, <laughs> just be happy. So, so that's what I do right now. So I have my coaching practice and my, my best planner ever. I love that. And thanks for sharing. Thank you for sharing that story. Um, I know that there's quite a few people probably listening to this episode that are either in the transition of building a company or they are building a company. And, you know, as you mentioned, one of the things that we focus about or talk about is this idea of maintaining and becoming the whole person, becoming your best self as the whole woman. Um, and you, I mean, I think it's hard today to juggle all of those things. And unless you have a strategy or goal implementation or some kind of planner, as you mentioned, it could be really difficult to not drop the ball in other areas of your life that are really a necessity to flourish. Um, so I know that this is something that you do well and you talk about like three ways that you can work with your daily planner and how do you maintain your goals. So I'd love for you to just kind of jump into it and, and give us some strips and uh, tips and strategies on how we can implement it all really. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, this is something, this was a lesson that I really had to learn the hard way when I was growing my first company, you know, yes, the business was growing. Yes. I took it to seven figures. Yes. That's, that's an accomplishment, but the sacrifice was my personal life. Um, I went through a divorce. I, you know, lost time with my children. I really was suffering on the personal side. Uh, my health was suffering because I really was making my entire life about the business and it just kind of became this soul sucking thing. And after so many years of it, I got really, really burned out. And that's the part that, you know, you don't put in the bio that you don't see on the resume. It's like, oh, well, here's where I completely ran myself into the ground and was totally burned out. And, oh, hey, here in corporate, here's where, you know, again, I was really suffering and going through a functional depression, even though I was excelling in the business world, I was really suffering personally. And so, this time in this business, um, this is one of the things that I committed to do was to do it differently. I, I have a husband that I love. I have children that are just amazing. I was no longer willing to sacrifice my family life. I'm not willing to sacrifice my health. Um, I have a horse. I like to ride. I'm like, I'm not willing to sacrifice my quality time doing those things in life that I really love anymore the way I did for so many years. So that's really, you know, I think that's a big part of the shift is that as we're going along this journey, we, we think that, oh, we need to put these other things before ourselves. Otherwise, you know, we might come off as selfish, God forbid. And, um, and now as I've gotten older and um, gotten more established and have learned so much, I've realized that, you know, it's really that whole package. That's what matters. And so it doesn't matter that I, I could take a, a business into six, seven, eight figures, but if I'm really unhappy and unhealthy and suffering, what does it really matter? Um, I've really shifted um, in this and, and been less focused on, you know, what my revenues are and far more focused on what's my lifestyle, what's my happiness level, am I enjoying the work that I'm doing every day? Um, yes, of course, it's a business. You want to make money at the end of the day, but um, it's, it's a lifestyle that it's providing. The business is a piece of my life, but it's not my life. And I think that was a huge shift that I had to make. And, and, and I'm sure many women who might be listening to this might be kind of stuck in that where they think, you know, they have to sacrifice in order to have a successful business or even a successful career. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. And I think that it's so important for us to 
really break open all of those dimensions because I, I, you said something that that resonated is that your career was a piece of you. It's not all of you. And so many of us today define ourselves by our career. Um, you know, we do events with Rise Up For You as well. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but when we have our networking events and we do icebreakers, we always have the women say three things about themselves that has nothing to do with their career. You know, like who are they without their career? And you'd be shocked at how many women have a hard time just saying three great things about themselves or three other factors that aren't professional. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because you know what? I used to be that woman who defined myself by my career and I, I don't do it anymore. It's like, wait, guys, I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. Like I'm all these other things. And then even if you eliminate all the people in my life, you know, I'm a girl who I like to ride my horse and, you know, I like to go hiking, you know, yeah. it's like, those are the things that bring so much joy to your life. And it's when you have the career or, or the business um, that gives you the income. And then from there, that's where the lifestyle and the joy, like those things bring good things in, into your life. But it's, it is, it's that whole package that really matters. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to jump in to, I know that you're big on goals. And then I'll, obviously I know that you have created a planner. I, I want to talk about the planner first, if you don't mind, because I'm one of those gals that has a planner every week. I have an Excel sheet. I put every single thing in there, color coordinated, <laughs> depending on you know the element, whether it's health and fitness, um, socializing time. Like I, I make sure that I kind of put everything in there so that I can live a fully nourished life. What are your tips or ideas or strategies when it comes to a planner and any suggestions that you have for us? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing is find a planner that works for you because it's a very personal choice. And so often I see people, they go and they buy a planner, you know, because it has a pretty cover, but it's, it's not the cover that matters. It's what's on the inside. And then what they'll do is they'll try to fit their life to the planner. And I would say, don't do that. First of all, find a planner that works with you. I mean, there's so many of them these days. It's not like there's not a choice out there, um, but be picky and find a planner that will actually um, align with you and what's important to you in your lifestyle. That's the first thing. Second thing is most of the planners, at least all the ones that I found, and this is why I designed my own because I found myself like looking at my desk one day going, holy cow. Um, you know, there's like, there's, there's vision book, there's my goals, there's my, my timed appointments, my inspiration. Like I had all these things just spread out everywhere. And I, I couldn't find a planner that would sum it all up for me because yes, I needed to keep track of the things I needed to do every day, like client calls and places I needed to be. But I also wanted to, um, that the spiritual side, I don't know what other way to describe it. This, the spiritual, the woo woo, the, whatever you want to call it, like the daily inspiration, the mindset, um, I needed, um, the reflection, I needed those things and I couldn't find it all in one planner. And so once you find a planner that you love, the next thing is making sure that, a lot of planners just have like a space for lists, right? And I'm that person. I'm sure you are too. If you have an Excel spreadsheet that's color coded, like we love to make our lists, right? <laughs> right? And yeah. we love to we love to cross things off the list, which I was one of those people. And I found myself like if there were 10 lines, I wanted to fill up all 10 lines and I wanted to cross off all 10 lines. 
But when I started to look at the things that I was crossing off my list, they weren't high priority things. They were just things that I needed to do, but because it was easy and I could cross it off my list, I found my time going to lower priority things. Mm. And so the one thing that I did in my planner is I said, okay, no more just massive lists. Like I use this little system. I call it the ABCs of productivity. Um, and basically when I look at my list, I, I categorize it. So A is going to be like an, a, a task for me is not just important. B is important. B is show up on Netta's podcast, right? That's a B for me today. Um, to do my, my client calls, my coaching calls. That's a B because it's important. I'm going to do it. An A task is going to be something that I'm going to do that steps me out of my comfort zone that moves my goals forward. It's that outreach call. It's going to that networking event that you're scared to do. It's following up on those prospects that you haven't heard from, right? It's those things that we tend to procrastinate, but if we actually did them, um, it would really move the goals forward. And so that's an A task. So I try to do at least one or two A tasks a day, and it can be a 10-minute thing. It really doesn't have to be huge. But so A is going to be move my goals forward with one or two, you know, 10-minute tasks. B is going to be important. I need to show up for. And then C is going to be do as I'm able, do as I'm able to. And a lot of times C things, they're easy to cross off the list, but they're just not as important and they can wait. You can like group them together. And then you have D, which is delegate. And that's the reminder to me, as we all need, we can't do it ourselves. So I need to delegate some things off. And then E is going to be eliminate. And it's about getting clear on the things that I need to say no to so that I'm really saying yes to the things that are most important. Mm -hmm. So this was one of the the changes. Yeah, I made in my planner because I was like, I can't make a glorified to-do list anymore. I've really got to be more strategic with my time. And so, and that, that was a, a huge thing that really helped me. And, and honestly, you could do that with a notepad, just a notepad and write all your stuff down at ABCD. <laughs> so the question is, is I, I hear so many people say, well, I do my planner, but then everything gets messed up and, you know, all these sudden uh, events happen and then my planner doesn't work. What is your, um, I guess, input on that? Well, the first thing that I'm going to say is baloney. You are in charge of your time and your choices and your day. And yes, things are going to pop up, but you always have a choice. You always have a choice in whether you're going to say yes or you're going to say no. And even like in my clients that I work with, often time management is one of our most important things because, you know, they're just spread so thin and they feel like they can never say no to anything. And this is actually a skill that we have to develop is we have to be able to say no to some things. Um, So even if something, you know, pops up in our day, we still have room for it if you haven't filled your day with a bunch of crap that is just like time sucking. Um, if you, if you planned out your day and you've been strategic with your time, even if something pops up, you can, you can handle it and you can just go with the flow. Mm, I love that. So tell us a little bit about maintaining our goals. Um, and so we have the planner, we get our planner going, but now how do we actually ensure that we get it done, that we keep the motivation, I guess, behind our goals because an action plan is great. But if our goals aren't measurable or if they're too, um, I guess, too difficult or too or not challenging enough, it can really affect the impact of us moving forward. 
Yeah, without a doubt. You know, everybody knows, everybody's heard of SMART goals these days. There's so many goal setting systems out there. It almost makes my head hurt too. And they're all good intention. They really are. Um, You need your goals to be specific. You need them to be measurable, of course. Okay. But the two pieces that I see so many people, my clients, even myself that I was missing, the first piece was vision. Um, Not taking the time to really craft a picture of what you want your whole life to look like. You know, you can walk through your day like complaining about things, but how often do we really spend some time going, wait a second, you know, what do I really want my life to look like? And it's that vision, which is the direction. And if you don't take time to get clear on the vision, your direction is just going to be all over the place. So it's like, well, why aren't you meeting your goals? Well, that's one reason right there. You haven't gotten super clear on your direction because when you get clear on your direction, saying no to things becomes a lot easier because it's like, well, does this get me to where I want to be or not? It's a yes or a no, right? But we're so busy. We don't take time to do the vision. And some of us even really struggle with looking forward into the future. And so this is one of the things I work on a lot is, you know, I have a bunch of little great ways of like, okay, how do we like create that future vision? And for whatever reason that you're stuck to do that, um, we can get you unstuck because you, you want that direction. That's super, super clear. The direction also will determine what your priorities are each day. So if you haven't gotten clear on the vision, you just won't know. And it's just so easy to kind of get lost in that busy all day trap. Mm. So that's the first thing that I see is, you know, spend some time really getting clear on the vision Then from the vision, you break down goals. Um, And and a lot of us, it's like, um, okay, I'm going to break down this goal. And here's my goal. Here's what I'm going to go do. And off we launch. We we go and do it. It's kind of like the analogy that I use is going to the grocery store, right? We can all say, I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to go to the grocery store. And we can all get in our car and we can go right now. But the trip to the grocery store isn't really going to be successful if we, let's say we're on a special diet and we haven't planned out our meals for the week or our children are special diets and we haven't planned out, you know, taking the time of what they need to eat or we didn't take our coupons or we didn't take our, you know, reusable bags. We didn't go at the time when they're not restocking the store. So they were out of a bunch of things, right? The, that is the strategy work. So it's that anybody can set a goal and just start by doing it. But if you really want to be successful, you've got to do the strategy work before launching into the goal. Mm. It's that pre, pre-thinking it all out. And so many people just skip strategy and they jump right to getting busy, busy, busy. And they run themselves into the ground. And then they're like, why am I, even if you're making some progress, you're not making the kind of forward progress that you really want to make because you need to slow down and you need to do that strategy piece first before you launch into the daily goal. And if you do make progress, you don't know what it's leading to, right? So it's right. like it's like pro- progression, but you're not sure what road it's on or what it's, the objective is or what the outcome is. Right, absolutely. But if you pre-think it out and actually slow down a little bit and pre-think it all out, you're going to solve so many problems just ahead of time. And then when you get to the part of executing it's going to fall out so much faster because you've done all that pre-planning work ahead of time. And I think you nailed it on the head that we really need to take ownership of our own time and our own schedule and debunk this idea that there's not enough time, you know, or that we can't make the time. It's really just making that commitment in whatever, whatever area it is that you need more time in or that you want to see your life elevate in. Um, Jennifer, it's been such an honor to have you on the show and to talk with you. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview and ask you, what is one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually recently have read this book and it's had a huge impact. It's called Essentialism by Greg McCowan. And it's the disciplined pursuit of less. And in this book, the theory behind it is doing less, but what you are doing, you're doing it better. Mm. And again, it's something that was already on my own journey. I'd been discovering for myself. So I, I love the principles in this book and it really just helps to kind of reinforce do less, but what you're doing, do it better. Mm. And if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget. What would your golden nugget be? I would say, oh gosh, this probably isn't all that. (laughs) It's probably not the best golden nugget you've ever had, but it would just be relax, relax, lighten up. You know, things, you take it so seriously. And in the big picture, um, it's not always that serious. And um, for me, I really believe the big picture are these little things in life. It's, you know, your child looking at you with just love in their eyes. It's um, my horse, you know, nudging me, trying to find the carrots in my pocket. It's these little, little things that are so important. And so my final message would just be lighten up and relax and enjoy the ride. And as you know, where the company rise up for you, what comes to mind when you hear that phrase? For me, it means taking control of my personal power. It doesn't mean that I need to have power over others or that I'm better than anybody else or any of that kind of nonsense. It really just means owning my personal power, living my highest and best, doing the very best that I'm capable of doing. Um, For me, that's really what it means is just, um, you know, spreading your wings and and letting them fly and just, just, just getting out there and being fearless and having fun with it all. And lastly, again, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us on the show. How do we stay connected to you and how do we support all the great work that you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me. I have two websites. Um, the first one is Jennifer Dawn, D-A-W-N coaching.com. And then I also have my planner website, which is bestplannerever.com. And so I'm reachable on both of those websites, Jennifer Dawn coaching or best planner ever. There's contact forms on both of them. Um, yeah. So you can find me there. I'm on social media and all over the place, but you can, if you go to either of those websites, you'll be able to connect with me in numerous ways. Wonderful. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your message with the audience. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com, and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly, and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow. Tomorrow.